Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of the 59th Minute FPL Podcast, which is brought to you by Fantasy Football Scout. I'm Mark McGettigan, you'll find me on social media at FPL General. I released an episode on Tuesday and was not planning to record another one today ahead of Gimme24, but we've got more information about the FPL landscape since then, so I thought it was best to get the microphone out again. We now know that Bournemouth and Luton will double in Gimme28. Bournemouth will play two home games against Sheffield United and Luton. Straight away, that makes Dominic Solanke a triple captaincy candidate this season. Luton's schedule now reads Sheffield United this weekend, a double of Manchester United and Liverpool. Then it's a blank in 26, Aston Villa at home, and then another double against Crystal Palace and Bournemouth away. So Luton Town, the schedule looks good, the team looks good. I did not think in the first few weeks of the season that we would be considering players like Alfie Doughty and Carlton Morris. But here we are. Chelsea beat Aston Villa on Wednesday night in the FA Cup, which now means Villa and West Ham will feature in blank game week 29. So that now makes it three confirmed matches so far for blank game week 29. We've got Villa and West Ham, Fulham and Tottenham, and Burnley and Brentford's. Today's episode will be mainly listener questions based, but I will also share my early thoughts on chip strategy, captaincy for this weekend's, and talk through my potential transfers for this week and next, of which there are a lot of different paths. Make sure you hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening. And leave a five-star review too if you deem it worthy of such a rating. Before I get stuck into it, it's worth noting that Manchester City are the first kickoff on Saturday. So it might be worth holding off on making your transfers for possible early team news that could impact captaincy and transfers this weekend. Also, next week, double game week 25, Liverpool are the early game. So again, we could get some team news for that one. Liverpool are good to, good picks to buy this weekend for the Burnley home fixture, but there's also the option of being patient for one more week, then buying Liverpool assets and City assets after another week of information and possible Liverpool leaks. We've also got a certain Mr Mohamed Salah lurking in the background. If he was to make a quicker than expected recovery, we could be looking to squeeze him in for Game Week 25. It looks unlikely at the moment, but we've got to keep that in mind. Also, double Game Week 25, Liverpool play the first game. Manchester City also play on the Saturday of Game Week 25, so even though it's not the first kickoff, there is a chance of City team news as well in double Game Week 25. So that might push a few people towards rolling a transfer, banking a transfer this week for possible news next week, and obviously you get to put your eyes on Liverpool and City assets for one more week before deciding which ones to go for. Right, I'm just going to get stuck in straight away to these questions. First one's from Alexander Snack. Need a lot of snacks these days with all the FPL 
energy we're burning off in our brains. Most necessary player to have in the double game week, Jota or De Bruyne. So, not just a double game week, both players have good fixtures this weekend. Manchester City play Everton at home and Liverpool play Burnley at home. So, I feel like if you want to, if you're dead set on getting a player next week anyway from City or Liverpool, it makes sense, I think, to get the Game Week 24 fixture as well, particularly if it's for free transfers. Now, the question is, who's the most necessary player to have, Jota or De Bruyne? I think, for me, it's City assets, because they have the fixture in 26, whereas Liverpool don't, so it's just a no-brainer when there's no blank Game Week involved. Prioritise Manchester City assets first, so for that reason, I would prefer to own De Bruyne over Jota, but we know it's not that straightforward when there's price involved here, because De Bruyne, I think, is up to 10.8. Jota is... Almost 3 million cheaper than De Bruyne. So team structure-wise, Jota is a much better fit for a lot of teams. My team, for example, Bowen to Jota is an easy transfer. Bowen to De Bruyne, which I would like to do, is not straightforward. It needs downgrades elsewhere. So De Bruyne is the one to own if you can, I think. Ideally, own both players. And that's where a lot of people will probably end up. If it works for your team structure, De Bruyne comes in. If it makes things easier longer term, Jota is a great pick as well. Question from FPL Paxton. If we could only get one player for Watkins, would it be Darwin or Ivan Tony? Uh, FPL Paxton goes on here to say Darwin equals fixtures, ceiling, but I'm not convinced he'll play 270 minutes ahead of the cup final and he's a transfer out in Gimme 26. He also says Ivan Tony has the expected minutes, the penalties... And he saves a transfer. Also, I'll throw in there, Tony obviously has a guaranteed fixture in Game Week 29 as well. So I don't think this is a straightforward decision either. But I do lean towards Darwin Nunes. A couple of reasons. He's cheaper and the fixtures are better. Um, So Liverpool, Burnley this week. And then a very good looking double as well. So I would opt for Darwin Nunes over Ivan Tony, And that allows you a bit more flexibility with transfers elsewhere later you could even go to Ivan Tony from Darwin at a later date question from Chris Griffiths what about Watkins to Darwin for the next two game weeks and then go straight back to Watkins what are my thoughts so this is something that I am thinking about it's a possibility for my own squad with the second free transfer I think I'm very likely to do Bowen to Jota just because it's easy and I don't have any Liverpool attackers yet now I would like De Bruyne, but I probably need to lose Saka for De Bruyne, which I'm reluctant to do. So when it comes to forwards, if you look at Watkins to Darwin in isolation, now forget about the pain people went through earlier in the season when they did Watkins to Darwin, because just because there was pain beforehand doesn't mean it's going to be painful again. It could be the opposite, and Darwin could blow Watkins out of the water for the next two game weeks, and then... When Darwin blanks in 26, you can make the switch back. So if you look at the fixtures for the next two game weeks only, so Watkins has two games, Darwin has three, so straight away Darwin's winning. Watkins plays Manchester United at home and Fulham away. That's okay. But Darwin plays Burnley at home, Brentford away, Luton at home. There's no contest there on fixtures. Um, The thing you need to be careful with if you are selling Watkins, and in my case, if you've been an owner for a long time, You've got a lot of cash built up. Um, I bought him at 8 million in game week one. When you go to sell him, 
in my case, I would get 8.4. And people sometimes fall into a trap, and it's an easy trap to fall into. When you click Sell Watkins 8.4 in your head, you're thinking, right, it's going to be 8.4 to get this guy back. This guy back, but it's not. He's 8.8 .8 now. So I bought him at 8. If I sell him tonight, it's 8.4. If I want to buy him back in 26, it's 8.8. .8. So think ahead. It's not purely straightforward to go straight back to Watkins because you might find you're a little bit short of cash for a transfer if you've had them for a long time so keep that in mind that goes for obviously any players that you've got cash tied up and if you're selling them and you're planning to get them back soon but when you read it like that two games for Watkins against Man United and Fulham possibly three games for Darwin if he starts them all Burnley, Brentford, Luton I prefer Darwin um, so I am open to making that move this week Watkins to Darwin but it's going to be a case of, is that transfer worth it? Or is banking the transfer more valuable? Giving myself another week of information to decide then next week with two frees. Do I get De Bruyne? Do I get Darwin? Do I get a City defender? Or is there something else that pops up like a Mohamed Salah? So tricky call regardless. If you sell Watkins and you bring him back in 26, Watkins plays Forest in 26 and Luton away in 27. So... I like the Watkins-Darwin hokey-cokey. Question from Sebastian. Watkins or Solanke out for Darwin? Now, again, I'm in this scenario. I can afford Solanke to Darwin as well. Uh, if I don't go to Bruyne this week, that is. So I don't think this is a straightforward call either because Solanke has a good fixture this week. I think then he's got Manchester City and Newcastle. He doesn't have any blanks and he has a confirmed double game at 28 as well. So regardless of what happens, whether you own Solanke now or you sell him, you're going to want him and give me 28. But you can't, just because he has a double in 28, that's a long way away. You can definitely sell him short term and buy him back. So you could do a similar hokey cokey that we talked about with Watkins to Darwin and you could do Solanke to Darwin and then go back at some point in 27 or 28. So I think it's fine. Difficult decisions, of course. There's a lot of good strikers out there. But I ask myself, what gives me the most excitement going into a game week? Is it a Darwin with possibly three starts, or a Watkins with two, or a Solanke with two? And it's the extra fixture, and it's the guy who has 95 shots a game, hits the woodwork 15 times, misses penalties. I've never been there. I've never owned them. And I think I'm talking myself into it as this podcast progresses. So maybe I need to go for a long walk after this and listen to or, or stick a stick an Ollie Watkins YouTube highlights reel on the phone and talk myself off the ledge. So we'll see what happens on that one. We'll talk about it more in the transfers. Question from Bob Warlord. What about ditching Trent ahead of the double game week? I think it would be madness to sell Trent if you already have him. I've got him. And yes, there's concerns over minutes. He's... Clearly not fully fit yet, off before 60 minutes. Connor Bradley has been fantastic when he's been in the team. The issue with Liverpool's double game week as well is, I'm pretty sure right after the second game. So the, the second game I think is Luton midweek. And then they've got the cup final at the weekend. So we could see some rotation in the Luton game. But I don't think it's something to overthink. If you have Trent already, when you look at those fixtures, Burnley, Brentford, Luton, if there's a chance he starts all three, even if he starts two out of the three, he could go big. So if you have him, you keep him. If you don't have him, it's not as straightforward. I still think he's probably a gamble worth taking instead of buying. But I can totally understand now why people are going to go Allison or Van Dijk instead if they want Liverpool defensive cover. And of course, it's important to remember 
we're getting tunnel vision here on double game weeks. You don't have to have three City and three Liverpool. You can go a little bit lighter, which makes 26 easier for you. So don't be gung-ho on getting three from each. Question from Fabian. If you can only afford one, Darwin or Jota? Again, not an easy decision and the cliche, team dependent, but I feel like up front, if you have, which a lot of people do, Haaland, Watkins, Solanke, those three players, the two players in particular, Solanke and Watkins, are fine to keep, fine to sell. It just comes down to how you feel about Darwin Nunes. Do you have faith in him to deliver? And if you do, I think you probably make a move and go back to those guys later. The thing about Jota is there's probably more spots in midfield that you're willing to give up. For example, Cole Palmer, who I'll talk about soon, has... Man City coming up soon and blank game weeks. I've got an underperforming Jared Bowen. Other teams will have other players that they're quite happy to sell. So it's a lot easier to sell an underperforming player or a player with blank game weeks coming up than it is to sell a good striker like a Solanke or a Watkins. So for that reason, that's why I think most people will go Jota instead. That doesn't mean he's the best pick. I rate Darwin and Jota pretty equally in terms of their points prospects over the next two game weeks. So if you can only afford one, again, for the reasons mentioned, there's probably someone you can lose in midfield happily to get Jota that doesn't feel as scary as losing a Watkins or a Solanke. Question from FPL Fisher, which goalkeeper to own for the next five game weeks? So again, comes down to fixtures for me. There's a few keepers that have six games in the next five game weeks, whereas most other goalkeepers just have five. Some have four, the Chelsea and Spurs guys, for example. If you're wildcarding this week, for example, Kaminsky at Luton, very attractive, six fixtures. The only issue is there's no game in 26. So if you do go Kaminsky as your goalkeeper, make sure you have a backup for game week 26. I mean, not the end of the world if you don't have a keeper in 26, but ideally get two points at least. Those two points could be the difference in winning or losing your mini league. Or in my case, I think I finished one point outside the top 10K a couple of years ago. So having a goalkeeper versus not having a goalkeeper, it can come down to something as small as that. Uh, Also at Bournemouth, Neto has six fixtures, but their fixtures are tricky. So I don't like him as much as Kaminsky. Neto doesn't blank though, which is attractive. And then you've got Ederson, who's got six games and no blanks. But... I wouldn't use an Ederson spot from Manchester City when you want Haaland, De Bruyne, Foden, I think as the top three. I even prefer some of the defenders to Ederson. Uh, and Flecken, again, fixtures. He does have six. He doesn't have any blanks, but the fixtures aren't easy. Yes, he was Superman against Manchester City, but overall in the season, he hasn't been that good. So Kaminsky, Kaminsky probably wins out there for me from those four of the goalkeepers who have that extra fixture over the next five. Just be careful about give me 26. Question from Croninho. Should Estupinen owners hold or sell? So I'm an Estupinen owner. I'm not a happy owner. And he's last on my bench at the moment this week because I do not want him anywhere near my team against Tottenham because there won't be a clean sheet. And I'm also worried about his starting spot. I thought Lamptey looked pretty impressive at left back, chipped in with an assist. So Deserby has options there. It's not Estupinen's place for himself. And yeah, I'm worried. No clean sheets, likely. I know I got two clean sheets, but they're probably pretty fortunate given it's the only two they've had all season. And the attacking returns haven't been there 
recently either. So stooping in for me, what I'm probably going to do is just bench him for the next couple of games because he he plays in 26 at home to Everton and most teams are going to be short of 11 in 26. So if I can just hide a stooping in on the bench, hope he plays in 26 and obviously hope he does well in 26. It just gives me an extra body. So that's where I'm leaning. But I also feel like it's absolutely fine to sell a stupid in if he is the weakest link in your defence, which he could well be. Uh, if you're selling a stupid in, you get a City defender. If you're not going triple attack, you get a Liverpool defender if you've got some cash available. Or a Luton defender, which has to be Alfie Doughty. Uh, Doughty is a player I would love to own for Luton's double game weeks. Just not sure if I'm going to be able to get there because my transfers were probably going to be focused in midfield and attack. Question from Shane FPL. With Palmer so light on fixtures up until game week 29, do we need to consider saying goodbye to free up a valuable midfield slot for someone like Ross Barkley? Again, if you phrase that question to me in August, I would have said, uh, what are you smoking, Shane? But here we are. Barkley for Cole Palmer is on the table because if you look at Chelsea's fixtures Crystal Palace is good this week Monday night away but then they play Man City then it's a blank Brentford away Newcastle home and then a probable blank in game week 29 um, Chelsea will not feature in game week 29 if they beat Leeds in the FA Cup now that's not a given Leeds are flying high in the championship this year a very good side with some very good attacking players players like Somerville are absolutely smashing it so that's not a given. Uh, there can always be a couple of shocks in the FA Cup. But at the moment, I've gone from saying Cole Palmer is a season keeper to the FPL landscape changing and now being very much open to selling them. Now, I don't think he should be sold before Crystal Palace because they're a bit of a mess. They don't have Mark Gahey. At least I don't think they do. He went off injured in the last game. There's no Eze. There's no Elise. So they're a bit toothless at the moment. Uh, and it was positive as a Gusto and Palmer owner to see Chelsea beat Aston Villa after the poor performance against Wolves. So I'm probably going to end up starting both Gusto and Palmer in the Crystal Palace game. And then when it gets to game week 25, I will be open to selling both players. Question from Kean Irvine. Who are the best Alvarez replacements? I started noting down a few options here and I've ended up just writing down almost every FPL forward, which is not very helpful. So... I'll try and narrow this down. If you have Alvarez, first of all, it's not a definite sale. I still think Alvarez will get significant minutes this week and in the double, so don't rule out keeping him. But I understand if you don't have Haaland, that's the move to make somehow. Free up the cash. I did Alvarez to Haaland last week and Erling Haaland very likely to be my captain in this game week and probably triple captain in game week 25. So... Alvarez over Haaland if you don't have him. The other options, Darwin, obviously. Ivan Tony probably comes third on the list because of the double gimmick factor. Then there's loads of other options, of course, and it might be in combination with another move. I think you might I think Ian might have mentioned he wanted to do Bowen to Foden. So he might need to free up a bit of cash. So in that scenario, you've got cheaper options elsewhere, like Cunha at Wolves, who's pretty good for fixtures. Joe Pedro at Brighton falls into the same boat. Hoyland's emerging at Manchester United and then if you want to go back to the double game week players if you can't afford Tony I still think Neil Mopai is fine for a short term punt and then you can just bench him after that and then you've got the Luton guys Carlton Morrison Adebayo Adebayo has been hitting the headlines he's getting all the goals but my gut says Morris might be the better pick um, 
I remember being at Fantasy Football Fest back in August and a, a Luton fan told me Carton Morris was going to score 15 goals in the league. Uh, I don't think he's close to that, but who knows by the time we get to the end of the season. Morris taking penalties, uh, I do like that factor. So I would probably go Morris over Adebayo. He's a little bit more expensive, but both of them are on the table. And if you're selling Alvarez, it's an odd one because I said earlier you can sell Watkins and you can sell Solanke. You can also buy those guys. Um, you can buy Watkins and buy Solanke if you want them for the long term. But I don't think it makes sense to sell a double game week Alvarez for a single game week Watkins or Solanke. So Haaland's the obvious one and then Darwin if you can get there. Question from Matt Elpers, Ake or Gvardiol? I'm going to throw Kyle Walker in here as well because if I don't get De Bruyne this week, I and if I get Darwin, I'm probably going to probably not going to be able to afford De Bruyne in game week 25. So if I end up wanting triple city for the double game week and game week 26, it will be Walker, Gvardiol, or Ake coming into my team. I watched City on Monday night. And I was keeping a very close eye on the defenders because I knew this could be a scenario. Uh, Guardiol passed the eye test. I think it was two chances created. Three goal attempts. He just looked really good bombing forward from left back, which is odd because he's a centre-back by trade. But he's he's doing a good job, whether he likes it or not, at left back bombing forward. Um, Ake, to me, feels like one of Pep's favourites and one of the first names on the team sheet this season. And he's got goal threat. And then you've got Walker, who is absolutely nailed until he was benched by content creators. But he's back in now, and I think he will stay in. But the problem with Walker is he's more expensive than the others. So I don't think any of the three are bad choices. And when there's not too much between them, maybe you go cheap with Guardiol. I think he's only 4.8, but again, he's probably the one I'd be most scared of in terms of rotation. I think Walker's probably safest. Ake's not far behind. And then you've got Gvardiol in third. So the the question was Ake or Gvardiol. So I'll say Ake for that one. Question from Harry Boucher. What are my thoughts on Wolves' assets? They keep scoring. They're great options. When we get to game week 26 and we're short of players, Wolves' assets are going to be purchased by a lot of people because I'm pretty sure it's Sheffield United at home that week. And they've got great fixtures right up until game week 33. Cunha's flying. Very cheap. Pedro Neto. What a player. Huang's coming back from Asia as well and we, I remember watching Huang's last game before he went away and I made a note and said just remember how good this guy was before he went away so Huang is back on the table and a bit of a differential as well uh, cheap defenders like Kilman and Dawson are very much options as well final question FPL Thorne is a wild card with triple Liverpool and triple City viable this week booking two transfers in and give me 26 to get the Liverpool assets out again yeah, I've seen quite a few wildcards active this week and that's the beauty of this season. There's no right or wrong strategy. Everything is on the table. You can play it your way. One of my favourite um, hashtags on FPL Twitter is, is James from Planet FPL. Every time he posts his team, he says hashtag play it your way and that should be everyone's motto. So if you're in a scenario this week where you don't think your team's strong enough for... 25, 26, 24, 25, 26. Don't be afraid to wildcard. Uh, for example, if you don't have many Liverpool or City picks, if you've got injuries, if you've only got one free transfer, if you don't have Haaland, there's plenty of reasons why a wildcard is viable in Game 24. You could even look to bench boost in 25 with that. Although, of course, then you can't triple Captain Haaland in 25. You can't use two chips in the same game week. Uh, I do like the idea... If you go triple Liverpool and City, which I think you probably should do if you're wildcarding this week, you may as well go all in 
Yes, it makes 26 a bit tricky, but if you go triple Liverpool, triple City, maybe don't go as heavy on Luton players. Um, and obviously be careful of those other teams that blank in 26, like Tottenham and Chelsea. You probably avoid them altogether. Uh, bank your transfers you can in game of 25, and then you can get close to 11 in game of 26. Even if you wildcard this week, don't stress if you can only get 9 or 10 players in 26, because the hope is there. You absolutely smash 24 and 25 Get loads of points. And then even if you don't get 11 players out in 26, you should still come out on top over other managers. So there is loads of questions covered. So hopefully your question was answered among those. Before I talk about captaincy and my transfers, just a quick mention of Patreon. Uh, I'm doing a free trial for February. If you want to do the free trial, go to patreon.com forward slash FPL general. Sign up for a monthly subscription. That's the important part because I cannot refund annual subscriptions if i do that it takes away access so if you sign up for a monthly subscription either about three pounds or five pounds a month i will automatically refund your first payment you'll still have access for a month and then you can decide at the end of that whether you want to cancel or stay on for the rest of the season so any support there is much appreciated it's a good time to get involved because there's lots happening in terms of blanks and doubles A quick mention on captaincy before I get to my transfers, possible transfers. I think Manchester City and Liverpool are the standouts in terms of fixtures this week for captaincy. And for me, I think it's going to be Erling Haaland at home to Everton. De Bruyne is a candidate, as is Foden. Alvarez maybe to a lesser extent, just because I rate the other three higher. If you own Jota or Darwin this week, extremely tempting to captain them against Burnley. I think Burnley's a better fixture than Everton. So Liverpool have the fixture, but... Can you rely on those guys is the big question. Richarlison, good fixture at home to Brighton. If you have him, I wouldn't stop anyone from doing that. And then down the pecking order of captaincy, you've got Solanke away to Fulham, Saka away to West Ham, Palmer away to Palace. None of those are bad options. But I think I like Haaland most, and then I probably like a Liverpool attacker second. Maybe I'd even put De Bruyne in with those Liverpool attackers. And Foden should be there as well, to be fair. Basically, captain a City or Liverpool attacker this week. Right, transfers, bear with me now because there's a lot of options here. Two free transfers, 1.8 million in the bank. The very straightforward option is Jota in for Bowen and roll the second transfer. That gives me the opportunity next week with two free transfers to decide which third Liverpool and third City player to buy. That's if I want to have six players from those teams. So that is attractive. It suits my style of management of being patient and rolling the transfer as often as possible. I think Bowen to Jota is definitely happening, is what I've noted down here. Then the other option is Solanke or Watkins to Darwin, as I covered earlier. The devil on my shoulder is telling me to buy Darwin, so maybe I will listen listen to the devil this week and take what any pain comes with that. If I do Solanke to Darwin this week, if I then want De Bruyne next week, it would need a minus four and it would be Saka out as well. So in that scenario, I think if I commit to Darwin this week, I'll probably end up getting a City defender instead of De Bruyne, or I'll just go in with two City players, which I'm keeping open as well. The other option, Watkins to Darwin, which allows the option of Saka to De Bruyne for free in Game 25. The all-out approach, which doesn't suit my style of management, but is very tempting all the same. A minus four this week, three transfers, Bowen, Saka, Watkins out. Jota, De Bruyne, Darwin in the exciting option for 24 and 25. The problem with that, when you sell Bowen Saka Watkins, you're selling 
blanking with 26 players. That would leave me with seven players for 26, but I would have two free transfers after that, so I could get to nine, and I could oft always take a hit or two as well. And I don't necessarily need to have 11, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, what else have I got noted down here? Keep Ollie Watkins. Instead of freeing up the Watkins cash, I could do David Raya to Kaminsky to free up the required money for uh, for Jota and De Bruyne. Also, I could do a Stupinen or Pedro Porro to Alfie Doughty. So there is loads of options on the table here. I think most likely, most likely after recording the podcast, is Bowen to Jota and Watkins to Darwin. And if I don't do that, I'll just get Jota and I'll keep a second transfer for next week. Quick mention of my very early thoughts on chip strategy. Triple captain Haaland gave me 25 is very likely, unless Haaland doesn't look good in the next couple of games. Possibly a free hit in 29, because as things stand with those three fixtures, I think I've only got about two players. I'm going to sell Bowen. Probably going to sell Watkins as well. Or at least I might sell Watkins, and then I need to get him back. So free hit, very much a possibility in 29, but not a definite, because if we get more games in 29, then maybe I won't need to. And obviously between game week 25 and 29, we've got four or five transfers to prepare for it. Wildcard, probably 30 or 31, which I think is going to be common. But again, open mind, could go earlier, 27, 28, 29. And bench boost, I'm just not going to worry about too much, because I don't really like the bench boost, and I never do that well with it. But it's probably going to be played after the wildcard. And if it means wildcard 30 or 31, and the bench boost doesn't get played till 37, I know it's a big gap. You like to play them close together. I don't really care that much, because I don't have high hopes for a bench boost. Give me 10 points, 12 points. And I'll just focus on the other game weeks of the season, which are more important than bench boost week. So that's just some very early thoughts on chip strategy. And I'll obviously update that as the weeks progress. Best of luck for the game week, folks, and have a great weekend. I'll be back with another episode early next week to review the action. Not sure if I'll record on Monday or if I'll wait until after the Chelsea game on Monday night. So it'll be a Monday podcast or a Tuesday podcast. Again, keep an eye on X for that. If you're not interested in the Patreon free trial, you can simply buy me a coffee instead at buymeacoffee.com forward slash FPL general. And after you do so, I will email you a link to join my FPL Discord server. So that's just another route to get yourself into the Discord. Talk to you soon, folks. Have a good one. Sports Social Podcast Network.